think about it. We have the power to give life through our portal. We birth entire universes. And so if that is the energy that births entire universes, how can we connect even deeper to that energy to harness the power of it to shape our reality in real time? Hello, everyone. It's Christine Marie Mason, your host for the Rose Woman podcast, where every week I try to bring you something that will invite a little bit more love or liberation into your mind, body, or spirit. This week, I'm so happy to interview Lizzie Jeff, rap priestess, impresario, entrepreneur. I met her when she came to present at the Hawaii Tantra Festival to host an evening called Zen and Kush. And since then, she's begun to collaborate with Rosebud Woman. We threw a party in San Diego together last week. I really love the way she uplifts the people who work with her. I love the way she can hold a space for joy and deep embodiment. And I love the way she can also pause in the middle of all that and name the very real traumas and pain that sit in the field for Black women and for people of color as well as women in general, without blinking an eye, and say, look, bear witness with me, feel this. And then together, once we've felt it, and we've looked at it, then maybe we can do something to evoke change. She's brave and inspiring and compelling in a very individual way. So please enjoy this conversation, Lizzie Jeff. I'm really glad to talk to you. I know that you've been all over the place. And so it's really nice that you've fitted in so quickly. Um, Are you, uh, I'd love to have you just tell a little bit of your story about how you became this embodiment of Lizzie Jeff. Like, how did you start your life and, and what stages did you go through to step into this beautiful musical career, this advocacy for healing for women and men, gender healing, body healing, the celebration, the liberation of plants. I mean, you've become this really iconic, super cool person. Were you always that way? Were you born that way? (laughs) You know, that's funny. I joke and say that all the time. There has always been a sense of that energy of knowing like, you know, I'm a pretty cool person. Even regardless of what society told me, but it definitely has required work and dedication, daily commitment to uh, being that full embodied version of myself, even just in my own sensuality. There's so many different layers to it, but it has been a journey over time, but it started with a knowing that uh, I had gifts, you feel me, that I, I have some purpose here on this planet. And so to answer your question, as far as mm, how did it get started? I mean, it started when it started and the fusion of my environment mixed with the time that I've been born and just the way society has played out is all that inspiration has all been fused as inspiration for how I want to live. And since I was young, I've always questioned society and rules and various laws and just the way of the world. And it never sat right with me. And so I was determined from a young age to create like my own rules to 
tell my own story, but so often I was told I, I don't have a voice. I'm not worthy. You know, I don't matter. You know, all these different things that have been pushed, these propagandas that have been pushed on me growing up, that in itself is, you know, a whole battle that you have to deal with. And so for me, I'm very thankful that, you know, my grandmother raised me, my aunt was in my life, my mother was in my life, eventually came into my life at some point. And I'm just very thankful, even for my great grandmother and the power of those women that came before me, because when I think about my grandmother and my great grandmother, and my grandmother's name uh, was Geneva, and Geneva is one of my favorite names on this earth. It's just such a powerful, unique, beautiful, spiritual name. And Geneva really meant so much to me. And so I'm bringing them up because my the bloodline has everything to do with who I am and how I express myself. And when I think about my grandmother, my great grandmother and their stories, these are women who were born in the early 1900s in the South. They didn't have an ounce of the type of freedom um, of expression, of existence that I have now. And so a big part of who I am and my work is telling the stories that they never got to tell, is experiencing things that they never got to experience that they may have been prohibited from doing in some way because of who they were, how they showed up, the color of their skin, you know, the economic status, different things like that. And so a big part of my inspiration is being a full expression of a woman, of a black woman in this society, of an awakened woman uh, who is standing on the strength and the resilience of the vision of my foremothers and my forefathers. And so I show up, you know, ready. I show up fully inspired and thankful and honored to have this gift to be able to speak so freely to have this level of autonomy with my body to have a sense of freedom and though there's many things you know that are presented on a daily basis that threaten those things i still have far more access to these resources than they did. And so for me, through my music, through the curated experiences, through even how I dress, through my community, through the way I do business, and all of the various expressions, it's always my intention to not only show up as me because I'm cool, but to show up and with the intention of creating opportunities for everybody around me to thrive, whatever that looks like. And so I'm just having fun. There's no one thing that I am. Some people call me a pioneer. Some people say I'm the queen of the cannabis renaissance. Some people call me the rap priestess, the medicine woman, the West Coast wave goddess. People call me Lizzie Jeff. My mom calls me Elizabeth. Um, and so I'm an embodiment of all those things. And once I realized the true power of that feminine essence and how that energy could be harnessed to create and literally activate my deepest desires, you know, I've just been in that bag. I've been in that creative bag. I, I, I'm never bored. I, you know, and though I go through deep emotional uh, journeys at times because I'm human, 
I still feel so honored and blessed and grateful for the awareness, for the level of insight and intuition that I've been gifted with to show up, to experience and enjoy life while, to me, opening portals for a new earth reality, for all the things that exist in society that I don't necessarily align with. Instead of forcing myself to do some shit that's not aligned with my soul, I just go and do what I want. And when I do what I want from that vibration, people find me, people that are aligned with that frequency find me, no matter what city, no matter what island I go to, the vibe is there. And so I hope that answered your question. <laughs> that's a beautiful, I mean, that's like beginning its own sort of rap priestess activation in me, just listening to that. But I love that you started with your grandmothers and your ancestry and sort of like seeing yourself, I almost had a vision of like the time space continuum and how we're like nested in that and you don't lose contact with them. Uh, and this feeling of doing it for them, but also for, for yourself or that they're living through you. That's beautiful. Something I noticed when I first met you was how you treated everyone in the room, you know, speaking to queen, your business manager and, and how you lifted her and like got down on your knees for her and told her how amazing she was. Some of the artists, men and women who are in the room and it was so remarkable because it's so rare that someone who is in the spotlight turns and put the spotlight on someone else. Very beautiful. Thank you. So, so Tia, tell me about that. This creating a, a community, you said creating a, an abundant community or like uplifting people. You want to speak a little bit to that? Yes. Um, and I, and thank you for sharing that. And I always tell Queen, I love when people kind of reflect what their experience of us is because we know what it is because we're in it. But just to hear that people see it and feel inspired by it because that is, that is my lifestyle. That is how I choose to show up. I think there's power. I don't even think I know that there's power in speaking life into people, especially people that you love and you spend the most time with and is authentic, is real, you know, is beautiful because I look up and I, you know, see her and it's a powerful reflection and is what I've been calling in at one point. So she's my PR manager and at one point, I was calling in because I felt like as far as I've able to take myself alone with this empire that I've created, I'm like, okay, I've gotten myself as far as I can get. So what do I need? I want another powerful woman to show up and operate at a high level, at a high frequency that can match my energy, that can be organized, that can bring even more structure, even more perspective, even more power, who's aligned with my lifestyle. And that's what's been showing up for me. And so when we talk about community, I know a lot of artists who are well-known artists who love what they do and literally have no sense of community. They literally couldn't tell you who one of their fans are or one of their music supporters are. For me, it's like, well, I'm an independent artist who has started my own record label. And in the essence of starting my own record label, like I said earlier, there's been times when I was younger 
I made my own board games. I, I just made everything myself. So these are the rules that I created. This is how it goes. And so I'm saying that to say in creating this record label, you know, traditionally record labels haven't been very authentic. They haven't been, um, you know, considerate of artists and the work that they put in. Um, and a lot of the deals have been one-sided and they haven't been fair. And we hear that day after day from so many artists throughout time in the record label industry. And then on top of that, many of the artists, especially in hip hop culture, I'm a rap artist, so I'm speaking on hip hop culture specifically, but many artists are paid more money or rewarded more for regurgitating toxic language and toxic lifestyle behaviors. And so for me, I'm like, well, how can I show up and be able to tell my own story and be able to tell a story that's reflective of what's really happening in the lifestyle that I live? Because many artists are actors as well, and they're telling a story that they aren't necessarily living. And through all of that, what I realized is in order for me to thrive in the way that I want to thrive at the level that I want to thrive, the community is vital. And it's not just about me thriving, but when I thrive, we all thrive. And so for me and all the ways that I show up and everything that I do on every stage that I hit on every podcast that I'm featured on, my intention is how am I sharing this platform in a way that's uplifting the culture, that's uplifting the community, that's uplifting women, that's uplifting men, that's uplifting all people. Yeah, you're speaking, as you said, like speaking life into people and bringing other people along is like a core principle of the new earth, I feel. It, it is a core principle. It, it's power and community. We, every, we're creating our own currency. We can support each other without having to go and work for somebody else. You know, and that's the beauty of the community because we don't need these institutions any longer when we have the community. When you're supported by people who love you and staying consistent and staying connected, I'm I'm in real time. I'm in the streets with the people in real time. It's powerful, and so let's all eat, let's all win because we need each other. We need the farmers, we need the developers, we need the architects, we need the alchemists, we need the mothers, we need we need all of our genius, we need it all. All the alchemists come together. Everybody matters, everybody brings something to the table, and this is the formula to stepping into that next chapter of heaven on earth that we deserve to experience. Yeah, this and you you spoke earlier to you doing only things that are in alignment and then now to everyone's unique genius. So how does alignment feel in your body? How do you know when something's in alignment for you? And I'm asking in part because I'm curious but also because I want other people to be able to reflect on how do they know when they're in their genius and when they're just going through something rote? Mm. Yeah, like you said, I, I only do what I want. I only do what I want right now. I do what's in alignment. But I think for a lot of people, like, that's a shocking concept. Okay, that's a shocking concept. <laughs> okay. I just do what I want. That isn't available. A lot of people can't. Yeah, I would say that's unusual. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. Because of how society is set up through school, through jobs, through family, through all of these different things. I worked really hard to build 
a lifestyle where I could do what I want. I worked corporate jobs. I did the full-time thing. I worked 40, 50 hours a week for a company. I worked my way up. I had to deal with even being a black woman in, in a high-level management position, especially when I worked in the South. I've had my share of experiences in that realm. And a lot of the opportunity or a lot of the experiences that I had is what propelled me to want to live a life on my own terms. I just don't rock with the majority of what's being offered. What's being offered is so mediocre to me. And so when it comes to alignment, alignment for me feels like, it feels like a fuck yes. It feels like a hard yes. It feels like my body, my heart rate is at peace. It feels like this makes me really happy. This this makes my coochie twinkle. You feel me? Alignment feels like, you know, I place my hands over my womb and I breathe into it. I breathe into that energy. And if I need clarity on something, if I need support on making a big decision, I can just breathe into my womb and have the answers that I need. And even that in itself is not always easy and clear because that's deeply rooted in intuition. And I feel like we all have intuition naturally. It's a matter of fine tuning and sharpening that intuition daily. And I feel many of my daily practices is what gives me that clarity and that sharpness and also that high level of discernment. There have been times where I did something and it didn't feel good for me and I still did it anyways. And then I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? And I knew that I was going to feel that way. And so for those who might not, who might not have the full freedom to say, I do what I want, you know, my, my number one suggestion is whatever situation you're in, even let's say you work 40 hours a week for a job, how can you match that energy to work 40 hours a week for yourself? Okay, that puts you at 80. So maybe you can't do a full 40, but maybe start with four hours a week. Four hours a week is what I match to put into myself, to put into my business, to put into my healing. Even if it's just a 20 minute stretch, even if it's just a 15 minute full body stretch, even if it's a bath, just giving ourselves these opportunities to slow down and exist and not be so caught up in grind culture and, you know, these capitalistic like frequencies is it's, it's like, damn, we here to live life, not be some workhorses and, and, and pump our bodies with all of this stuff. Every time I drive by this one burger stand, the line is always around the corner. A lot of times I look up, people who are waiting in line are wearing a mask with their window rolled up and, I just, it doesn't make sense. It's like, let's take care of ourselves. Let's dedicate more time for ourselves. And if four hours is hard, all I'm saying is commit to some time because the more we lean into our personal rituals, the more we lean into understanding ourselves a little bit deeper every day to finding one new thing about ourselves that we love, um, the clearer we can become on our purpose and our mission here. We're not, you know, and some people, they might be cool with being a full-time manager at this shop or being a design, you know, whatever it is that you do, but it's about being fully aligned and happy and letting it be a full fuck yes in what you do and what you're doing. Because otherwise, 
what are we really doing if we're not fully rooted in our purpose? It takes time to get to our purpose. Part of the recipe in getting to that understanding and clarity is a little bit of self-work every single day is non-negotiable. I mean, I heard self-work and healing and also like spaciousness, like getting to, uh, I know you're doing some meditation, you're doing some kundalini yoga, you're eating clean, you're doing all of these things that like hone your instrument for perception that that will help your intuition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, wow, say that again, will hone your instrument for perception. That's what I feel the yoga and meditation does. Like how can you if your body's like busy digesting that burger or whatever, it's it's not busy building nerve endings literally neurobiologically not building nerve endings to listen or perceive or feel it's doing something else. Right. I love that you said that because you make me think whenever I get really in a emotional tiffy or whatever, you know, I have a ginger shot and I'm, I'm right back on it. I'm right back in my wave. I have a fresh press apple with celery and a shot of ginger. I'm in it. I'm good. Uh, Some mangoes, you know, because my cells, it just rejuvenates me in a way where if my cells are rejuvenated, my mental, my mentality, my mindset is rejuvenated. Yeah. I think, okay, this also ties back to you were saying in the beginning, you help people tap into the power of their feminine essence. And I feel that, you know, you could take that so many ways, poetically, literally, whatever, but what does it mean to you getting into the power of your feminine essence? Um, a big part of it is your connection to your breath is taking a moment to breathe. And, you know, each breath can be a little more sexy than the last, a little more sensual, just more present. And when it comes to that feminine essence, I believe that we all have this ability, especially as women to tap into this power in the ethers where we can literally materialize anything we dream of. Think about it. We have the power to give life through our portal. We birth entire universes. And so if that is the energy that births entire universes, how can we connect even deeper to that energy to harness the power of it to shape our reality in real time. Think about it, especially as a woman, if you go into the world, even if you just go look in the mirror, you feel me? You look in the mirror and maybe you're naked or maybe you have on a silk robe and you're naked underneath and you're looking at your body. Now, because of society, we've been conditioned to hate ourselves, just to be honest. And so there's a lot of people who hate their bodies or hate certain parts of their bodies. And so I believe mirror work is so powerful for everyone to do. Um, and especially women, because we're always taught our breasts need to be bigger or smaller. Our waist needs to be this. Our ass needs to look like this. We need to smile all the time. All these different things that's constantly coming at us. So when we give ourselves the opportunity to be in the mirror, we let those negative thoughts that society has pushed on us, let those roll off. And then, you know, wow, you're, you're, you're beautiful. Look at you. Um, Lizzie did an experience at our place in Hawaii in February. And one of the evenings, there was a program 
where she was like, look at your tits, look at them and feel them and appreciate them and kind of having a direct experience of what you're talking about, of like, love this body. So anyway, I was saying this is part of the thing you're doing live with people. Yes, yes. I love that. And thank you. I love that you remember all those different moments and you brought that up because, yes, it's like there's so much power. And at all of my shows, I'm like, where are my ladies at? Give me a titty bounce. And I'm like, everybody can do a titty bounce, but titty bounce. And I and people are just some people are like, what? Oh, my God. And some people are <laughs> like bouncing titties. And it's so different. And just because we're bouncing our titties doesn't mean we're going to sleep with every guy in the room. It, it, it literally has nothing to do with that. We're just women empowered in our body and we're bouncing our titties, whether they're just nipples, A cups, B cups, double D's, G's, whatever size, whatever size. And when I worked at, you know, uh, this big lingerie company for all those years, I had the opportunity to work one-on-one in the fitting rooms with so many women over a 12-year period where women were trying on lingerie. Can you imagine the conversations, the trauma, the various things that came up? And so I realized we as a collective of women don't love our breasts because of something our ex-boyfriend said, something our daddy said, something a billboard said, something a magazine said. So we have to consciously every day reprogram our belief systems about our bodies, especially our breasts, because we carry a lot of energy in our breasts. Think about it. I mean, you we give birth to a baby. You feel me? Wah, wah. And when the baby needs to, the baby is on the titty. And so that is power. That is ancestral. Those are downloads. That's energy. That is divine elixirs coming through the portal of the nipples. How could we not celebrate two powerful portals that literally are the nourishment, the first sip of nourishment that the human experiences? And not only that, if somebody knows what they're doing, we have the capacity to have nipple orgasms. Come on. That's powerful. And so I just set out on a mission to, in everything that I do, celebrate our bodies, celebrate my body, celebrate women. You know, there's people who have come up to me at shows who have said, I met you one time at the organic market or when you used to work here at the dispensary and you told me I was beautiful. You told me you liked my sweater. You told me I... And people remember that stuff. I said one thing. Sometimes I don't remember who the person was. Sometimes I'm like, wow, I remember when I told you that. But little things like that, people remember years and years later. And so you never know when you are speaking that life into yourself, into that person, what sparks them and what sticks with them. Because we owe it to our bodies. We've been so disconnected from our bodies. And trust me, I'm working on things every day. But that mirror work and being able to speak that life and see that life 
into yourself. I kind of forgot what the question was, but it's a great answer. The point, the point has been made. <laughs> yes, it has. I will say this thing about uplifting and praising. Like, I walked around for a long time in my life thinking that there was something definitely defective about my ass. Mm. And then I got a boyfriend who loved it. And he's like, I love it. It's juicy. Like, you know, and, and his appreciation opened a doorway for me to be like, yeah, it's not so bad, is it? Oh, and actually now I can have sensation there and I can see it and feel it. But like, sometimes you need a person to give you a moment where you can see it in a different light. Wow. Now you have sensation there. Think about the power of what you just said. You walked around thinking your ass was defective, which means you were completely closed off to any type of healing. And I I know people, I'm sure you've probably seen them, but there's healers that travel the world and their healing practice is spanking. Some people have an issue with it, but some people's lives has been transformed. But I just thought about that because people can be healed in the energy of having their butts spanked or smacked or caressed or, you know, any type of sensation. But the fact that that person opened that portal, he opened a portal for you, even for more pleasure. Yeah. I mean, the sense, the thing is, it's waking up feeling and, and, and what you just, what, what Lizzie did, cause you're not on, you're not on video for oh, the yeah. podcast. So she like <laughs> took her two hands in the air and shook them side to side. Like you were shaking your booty, shaking someone else's yeah. booty. And uh, it was real, you know, that's what happened. But this thing that you're doing where you say, you know, Hey, your, your breasts are fine and your body's fine. And, 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 and then all of a sudden this like ripple, this like matrix ripple goes, wait, this part that is dark that I couldn't feel, let me like, feel it. Oh, and that slow melting. And that's true. That true embodiment is also part of what you're talking about on the intuition. Like you cultivate intuition by feeling. Yes. And if you're, bo- if you're locked off from your body, how, how do you feel? It's literally the gateway. Wow. Powerful, powerful. So yes, appreciating all the spankers. Yeah. The spank. I, and I don't mind a little spanking. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, because the booty cheeks, they jiggle for a reason. I'm thinking about those reasons. <laughs> well, okay, okay. So back to back to this thing about evolution and the and the nourishment of the baby. I had somebody on the land, you know, everybody knows by now if they've been listening that I've gone from like this Catholic repression upbringing to uh, basically the place that we have on Hawaii is nudist. There's like people who are there don't wear clothes as much as possible. I mean, when they're working in the garden or whatever, they're wearing clothes or cooking. Right, right, but right, you know, right. so they're all up in the hot tub, um, and I've gotten completely used to it. I don't even think twice. And a friend of mine from Los Angeles, who's a little less exposed to that lifestyle, is also has has had some plant medicine, let's just say, mm-hmm. and his his editorial function isn't working as well as it usually is. He walks up on the deck and he goes, titties. <laughs> he just, he like shocked himself and then was embarrassed that he made a comment. And then he walked, it was, I don't know what's, what I'm, what's wrong with me, but I haven't seen live breasts in three years since COVID started. And, uh, and, and that sense of it's gotten so normal for me that I just think it's beautiful. But for other people, the sight of naked women's breasts is still sexualized and shocking. Wow. And then turning to him and one of the other men who was there said, Hey man, it's cool. You know, you, you're just, 
it's the source of life. It's totally understandable why your eyes would be drawn to that. Don't beat yourself up over it. But how do you normalize it while retaining the magic? Anyway, I think we can do that. Wow. How do you normalize it while retaining the magic? Mm. Ooh, that's deep. That's deep. And I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it in real time. I'm, I have a song called Beautiful Breasts. And wow, that song for generations has activated something truly prolific when it comes to breast magic. But what I think of most when you said that is, now I'll be honest with you, I've been really triggered this season. And one of the triggers that I've, I've had more often is so funny, but I go into a place where I might even say I know someone, for example, I was meeting a friend for dinner at this social club the other day. And when I was walking in, I ran into another friend and on my way in and I hadn't seen him in 10 years. And he has been accomplishing all these incredible things. And so to see him in person, I was so ready to just praise him and, and just say, wow, like, I'm so proud of you. But before I could say anything, I I uh, I had my purse. So imagine I have my purse and I have a jacket. It's my jacket is like this, and I have my purse. And when I went to sit my purse down to give him a hug, my uh, top it opened a little bit, but I quickly closed it. Not like I just you know I'm I, that's just a habit when I'm wearing that particular jacket. I go like that. I, you know, it was nighttime. So it was a thick velvet coat. But when I set my bag down, it opened. And I know people are listening, but basically my robe kind of flung open a little bit. So what was revealed to him were, you know, a beautiful pair, (laughs) a beautiful pair of tatas. And it's not like they were exposed. I had a bra on very similar to this one. And if you, you know, it's just like a balcony style bra. So it's a nice top of cleavage, but it's just some cleavage. And his first response was, oh my God, you're half naked. And, but I had on this thick winter coat, you feel me. It just, I wasn't half naked. I, he just caught a glimpse of titty and that was his first reaction. And that wasn't the first time that week that somebody had made a comment about my breasts. And I was like, what the fuck? And honestly, it did make me feel some type of way. And that's just something that I'm working on because what you said, it's like, it's all good, man. It's the source of life. Of course, you're going to have that reaction. But I felt triggered because I'm like, why do people give a fuck? Why does it matter? I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm not half naked. Second of all, if I was, why is it such a big deal? And these are just things that I've been kind of moving through myself and, you know, people making comments about my breasts. And even the other day, a friend told me he had pitched my name for a business opportunity. And the person that he pitched it to, you know, regardless of what my friend had just said and all the amazing things that I could do and how I could, you know, be a, a, a good part of this project, that person responded by saying, ooh, I don't know about the titties. You know, it's just like, 
it's still a foreign concept for people. It's like you sucked on titties growing up, but it's such a foreign thing that they it's hard for people to see, you know, beyond it. But I'm not here to cover up or or tame down or slow down. And just because you might see my cleavage doesn't have anything to do with my sex drive or my sex or what I want in the moment. Does it just because I, I wear a V-neck bra doesn't mean I'm going to have sex with the first man I see. And we don't have to sexualize the breast. Just like I have pretty hands with rings on them and cute purple nail polish. I have a cute top on that enhances my cleavage. And so part of my work is just, like you said, normalizing it, making it a normal thing. Sometimes people are talking to me and it's a hot summer day and I might have on a very sexy push-up bra and you know yeah my titties are here and do you have to make a comment about my titties every time and if you do it's okay because you know we're we're shifting we're subconsciously programming but also it is work and I realize too like my triggers come up but it's part of how we've been conditioned for so long it's work, but it's, it is actually your work. My experience is that when you're in your freedom, like it gives me permission to investigate a little bit more, like where I can soften and melt and why I don't. And that, that, that you're willing to sort of take that heat a little bit. You're doing it on behalf of everybody who is not yet in the place where they would be that brave. And so I, lo- I mean, that's, that's an incredible calling. In a lot of ways. I mean, and also, by the way, if you haven't been listening to Lizzie's music, uh, she's got her her top hit is some is a song called Goddess Codes, and uh, and right in that she says, "I am all that I preach to be," mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's that authenticity of like, you know, I'm not going to be out here talking about drip, drip, drip. I'm not going to be talking about free bleeding on the earth and not also living it, right, right, because that authenticity is required. Yeah, the authenticity is required. And that's why the intention, that's why it's so magical. Women come up to me and say, I'm literally fertile again after listening to the Goddess Code. Listening to your music for 30 days straight shifted my entire reality. I got this, this manifested. I had a baby, my cycle came back. My Even men hit me up sometimes about their girlfriends or their wives. And I, I'm only bringing that up because the intention and the power and the rawness and the realness. I never heard anybody growing up talking about free bleeding, loving on our breasts. I never heard somebody tell me that my body is, my womb is a portal. Uh, well, until I you know, met Queen Afua, until I was introduced to Queen Afua and her teachings, no one had told me that my womb was a portal to prosperity and peace and purpose and healing and 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 pleasure and and world peace and collective ascension you 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 would really love this uh french obstetrician who's like 85 now his name is michel odon and he talks about orgasmic birth mm. and how it is one of the nine orgasms that the body can have like a, different forms of ejaculation and that all orgasmic states are regulated Mm. So the most powerful parts of you that can create transcendent experience, like the womb portal, those are all highly regulated and interfered with. The moment of birth is highly interfered with uh, in almost every culture in the world. Who's this Queen of Fua? Who is that? Oh, wow. Okay. that's. I'm really happy that you asked that. So Queen of Fua, 
is a very powerful woman in our community, in our culture, in hip hop culture, just in the world, um, but especially for black women. She is an author. She's a plant-based connoisseur. She is a holistic like expert, wellness coach. She's done it all. One of the things she's most loved for is her book called Sacred Woman. Sacred Woman has been a part of my journey. And most, not even most, all of the women who are part of the movement, part of the Renaissance, who are kind of in my generation, most of the majority of them have studied Queen Afua in some capacity, whether they were a part of her Heal Thyself program. She does a goddess ascension and she graduates a beautiful, powerful women. And she's also an elder. And lately she's been doing more press. So she's been doing very well-known podcasts and interviews and putting herself more out there on a mainstream level. But many of the powerful people in our music world, like Erica Badu, Lauren London, she is their spiritual mother. And she just brings that wellness. She's a beautiful black woman elder. And I feel like her voice, her presence is powerful. So any chance I get to speak life on her, uh, even in Goddess Code, when I say uh, your womb is the gateway to heaven on earth. I read that directly from Queen Afua's book, Sacred Woman. And Sacred Woman is a book that I highly recommend as a must read, must experience. And so that's who Queen Afua is. So, you know, she's not a musician necessarily, but she's the healer to many musicians. So that talk, that conversation is the closest we get. Her son, his name is Supernova Slam, one of her sons, and he is actually the author of Man Heal Thyself. So in collaboration with Queen Afua, his mother, they started a book called Man Heal Thyself. And from that, because the book was literally transforming so many men, they started a Man Heal Thyself program. So many of my male friends, many of the male leaders in the community have gone through his program. And she he is the offspring of Queen Afua. And also his partner is Layla uh, Lala who is the affirmation artist who does similar things in alignment with the books and things that you do. So that's just a little drop on them. A big drop. Wow. I mean, I I was side Googling. Uh, she's amazing. Oh, yes. Yeah, Look at her. She's so like statuesque and mm-hmm. gorgeous. Look at her. Right. Look at her. Wow. A queen. Whew. And shining, man, just shining. Her presence too. Yeah, you def- she's definitely someone you want to meet in your life. And she talks about something that I made my daily practice. I was in one of her workshops and she talked about the healing power of inversion. Yeah. You know, just being able to every morning. Let me see if I can do it on this couch. I know they yeah, can't just see legs it, up the wall, legs up the wall. And then if this surface was harder, I could go all the way up. But inversion, I saw this woman who who knows what her age is, but I saw her do go all the way upside down. And she said, I do this every single day. She looks good. Her skin is glowing. She floats when she moves. Mm. And so uh, I was bringing her up because 
You know, we had all these incredible women rappers over time growing up, but I just hadn't heard it yet. And so I was like, well, how can I incorporate this talk? How can I free bleeding in this free? Who gonna handle me? You know, how can I incorporate this into mainstream language? Because women literally bleed for days every single month and never perish. I mean, and nobody's talking about this. If anything, they're talking about how embarrassing it is to to have a cycle. And I hear all these girls talking about pills that they take to stop their cycle so they can have a weekend of sex and fun. And all that is cool. Whatever you do, however you live your life is cool. And what about this dialogue? You know, what about the women who bleed on the earth? What about the women who do baths? What about women who practice sex magic and and all the witchy, magical, powerful things that we have access to as the goddess? I want to float. Let's float. We're going to be floating into this next chapter. I want you all to come to New York. Okay. Because Liz, you can find Lizzie Jeff on her Instagram and on Zen and Kush and other Instagram and where she's doing her programs. You can find her on all the major music channels. You can listen to some of this. Go ahead. You listen to it for 30 days, Goddess Codes, and tell me, yeah. did it work or not? Mm-hmm. And um, we'll put the links to Queen Afua also. But we're going to do an event in New York in September, October, and uh, we're all going to drop in. And- I just can't wait to turn on a whole nother community to your magic. You are so inspiring. Mm, Thank you. You too. You too. And thank you. It feels, and this is what it's all about. Powerful women connecting, having these conversations. I recently did a podcast interview in Miami with uh, another woman and I've been getting so many messages and all these different things. And, you know, there's, all these interviews that are out and these conversations that are being had, the point that I'm making is the excitement around these types of conversations is real and people are yearning for it. And even though this is just our regular talk and our lifestyle regular every day, this is just normal for us. This is information that people have been seeking and it's information that's out there. Anyone can find it. But I'm like, well, how can I creatively express and tell the story of us, of the goddess, of our lifestyle, of our rituals in a way that still allows it to maintain its sacredness, but also being exponentially like, you know, shared across this planet in a way that can bring the vibration of healing. Music is power. Hip hop is the most listened to genre of music in the world. Hip hop is is raising generations. And so for me, if that's the, the genre that I exist within, I make music, but specifically I love making hip hop music, hip hop meditation, spirit rap, and people are receiving the codes because I'm channeling in real time. I'm in the booth. I'm channeling in real time when I'm writing my lyrics. It's real time. I don't, Nobody's writing for me. I'm not reading a book. I'm I'm channeling the lyrics in real time. It's coming through from ancestral realms. So you got to understand that power is another portal. It's literally coming from the ethers. I go into the studio, lay it down with my voice. Now it's activated. Then for the me to receive it back, to now listen to my own voice, 
to then share it in the world for everybody to be listening to it, repeating it worldwide, saying it. I go to shows, people are repeating my words, singing them along. That's power in the word. And so that's just my, you know, my way of contributing to ascension in a way that makes sense and is digestible for people to feel inspired every single day to stay committed. I just got this hit and understood more what you are, who you are in such an important way that it's not like you're an artist making particular music. You're the music of a movement. Mm. And this movement at its heart has like dignity and pleasure and joy and power. And you're right. I've never heard that really reflected in mainstream music or in rap in any way. That's probably why, you know, everyone who hears you is having this echo of recognition that this is what we're being called to. Wow. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you. I love you. Isn't Lizzie great? We're going to be doing an event together on September 29th in Chelsea in New York City. Oozy, loving, deep evening of about 100 women or people who identify as women. And I hope you'll look for more information on that at the.rose.woman or at Rosebud Woman over the coming months. It's part of a larger event. We're doing five days deep dive into the experience of female embodiment. We're hanging 50 visual artists, daily programming with thinkers and futurists and science and innovation and technology and activism and then nightly amazing music and uh, drop-in events uh, to really create a portal together of uh, that allows something new to be born. So you'll he- hear more about that from me over the coming months. Please take a moment and write a review for the podcast if you haven't done so on iTunes or on Spotify, uh, a five-star review. That would be really great. Uh, it helps me in the rankings and, and allows the people who take the time to come on this show uh, be found by more people and be heard to your deepest peace, your deepest power, to knowing that you are an embodiment of all of the good things that you see in nature, strength, flexibility, beauty, power, intricacy, all of it. You are nature, you are perfect, you are whole, you are complete. Have a beautiful, beautiful day.